Hello everyone, back another horror review. Um, did I start earlier? Something weird happened. Uh, I'm trying to do screenshots to create have instructions because uh, you probably know it's been playing about with this thing, trying to get it uh, set up and looking a bit smoother, but uh, never happened. Never happened. Won't be a show at all. Anyhow, on to tonight's uh, movie. Uh, this is one we were talking about. We were going to get a stream together, but uh, scheduling conflicts, blah blah blah, and other stuff just uh, didn't happen. So, uh, you've got me. <laughs> so, what we've got, uh, who invited them? God's sake, my head is sorry, guys, my head has gone. What a shock! Who invited them? Uh, Sean Shutter, uh, came out a couple of weeks ago, so quite recent release. Pretty decent movie. Um, I think Adam saw it first, and he suggested it, and then we just couldn't get our scheduling together. So, uh, a few weeks will pass, but good thing about this segment, we'll just do them anytime. Um, normally we try and get movies uh, when they come out, but sure, what's a couple of weeks? Uh, so the premise is we've got Adam and Margot, they're the main couple. Uh, they've got their wee kid, Dylan. Uh, they've just moved into a big swanky house up in the hill. Um, keep referring up the hill. I think they're in California. I think they mean dirty hill. You know, I mean up. Basically, they moved from a poor area into like uber rich because he got a deal in the house and he's climbing the corporate ladder, sort of speak. I can't remember he does. Don't care. Um, but he's one of the you know sort of corporate type uh, climbing the ladder. Wanting to then have the big house for show. The guy, uh, the character Adam in this is a bit of a, uh, an idiot really. Um, you can see what he's trying to do. He's just trying to grease the pole. So he has a housewarming party, and he invites all his work colleagues. Now that kind of shows the shallowness of him. You know, uh, we're not getting a hint of like real friendships. It's all about work and uh, climbing the ladder and stuff. So this is kind of the premise. Um, Margot is more the homemaker, and she's not too impressed with all this. And she didn't want to, didn't want to talk to these people. She'd often come with them. She wasn't happy about moving in the first place, which um, I don't get. Uh, they do a lot, a lot of some movies where people just move. I talked about it in Sinister as well. Um, one member of the family unilaterally buys a house like that and then they all move it's the way the script goes that they talk about it sorry i'm gonna snag myself here god i'm going well tonight really professional um but yeah one partner like you know not a house when they haven't sold their old one yet and then just descend they're all moving that doesn't happen for sake by who can afford just a bad house on their own especially if he's still climbing i mean he's not where he is He's not a CEO or anything. He's, you know I mean, he's middle management at best. Um, yeah, I always find that type of storyline jarring, but it fits with this movie because they're showing his character. That's all he's interested in. Um, she's not too on board with it. She was happy where they were. There's a wee bit of resentment comes out later, but anyway, they're having this party. Super awkward. Gets to the end of it, and then we meet uh, Tom and Sasha. 
they uh <laughs> it's whole thing Margo just closing the fridge door and he's standing behind it and you're like whoa what the hell this play now it takes a minute to get to the meat and bones of what's going on basically they're hanging out they said they're at the party somebody else invited them blah 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 want to do shots you know what i mean the uh start ingratiating themselves some of them and in fact we just start messing with them you know playing games uh sort of mental games you know they kind of split them up and they're working uh sasha works on margo and tom works on adam so I think this says a lot about there is a bit of American culture where people will tell you their life story and all their personal details at the drop of a hat. Something I find really jarring that somebody will just offload on you, like meet you once or be a work colleague and they will just offload all their life on you and you're just like, what? Um, as a Brit, we don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's a wee bit... Uh, that culture is about uh, I find this very uncomfortable to watch for the first um the first two acts or for the for the main part of these two and not because it wasn't a good movie but they made the interactions the they put the tension in the air they made the interactions uncomfortable and I was actually um getting secondhand embarrassment from watching this play out and you kind of know, like they've got, you know, they've got that fake smile and you know, the bright eyes, the bright psycho eyes. You know they're up to some mischief, mischievous, and plus the premise of the movie anyway. But you can tell these two, their intentions are not good. It's so it plays out, and you start uh, get Sasha to ring one of her exes because she was in a band, and she gave that up to be with Adam, and. Come housewife, so she's felt resentful about that, and Adam feels that like he's been held back. And um, of course, there's about drugs and alcohol involved, so that obviously loosens everybody up. And you can tell these two are kind of naive. They're uh, they're not used to swimming with the sharks, which is funny because Adam's trying to climb up to that level where you are swimming with the sharks in the neighborhoods and. Um, like to me, where he's trying to go wouldn't be tasteful for me. Yeah, the house is nice, but like being part of that culture and neighborhood, and um, I draw the line. You know, have more colleagues around your house, sort of thing. Um, just so you can climb a greasy pole. Like that's um, that's a bit and beyond all. I struggle sometimes just going out for a pint. You know, during like I always dread Christmas. Uh, the thought of having to go out, uh, especially a lot of places that worked. With all of the Christmas do just fills me with dread because you're with these people eight hours a day and I'm not the type that lives from a job. Um, I do get a wee bit when I'm working on a project, I get a bit intense into it, but that's short term intensity for long term gain to save time in the long run. You know, you you throw everything at it at the beginning for a few weeks and then you can step back and sort of wind it down. But um this idea of only hanging about with your work colleagues and they're the ones that are coming around your house and then you're staying in the office the next day that just gives me the heebies um i wasn't even like that in the army for sake uh, yeah i went out but as soon as it's leave time everyone disappears and goes to their own places 
nobody sees each other for three weeks. You know, that's that's kind of the decompression. Um, but yeah, uh, it's that kind of world. She's not happy, doesn't want to live with us. And these two just appear in the scene and they're cranking it up. And they're um, they're making it really uncomfortable. There's a bit in this where Busy Adam and Mark were like, um, yeah, I want to call the night, go. And they're not going to leave the house. And you could actually feel the tension. And I mean, like I said, I was actually uncomfortable watching this, but for the reasons. Uh, a clever thing that as well was the use of music and then not use of music. So when they're in the home and they're interacting and the party's over, so they play music when they're partying up. So you have this like up and down uh, roller coaster sort of thing going on. So you've got them up and they're all partying and people are around and they're um, having a laugh and a good time. But then when they stop the music, they don't have music playing in the background. So you're not getting... Do you know why music sometimes spoon feeds you? Especially in horror. You know, the it's leading you into the spooky scene. It's leading you into the quiet bit. And usually the music follows the beats of the plot and tells you exactly what's happening. They didn't do it with this movie. What they did was they had dead silence, as in no background, music or filler, for a lot of these scenes. And... Yeah, it adds a new intensity to it. This was done really well, you know, in terms of the intensity. You know, just having no silence, no distraction, because we're used to the music telling us what to do in a horror movie. This didn't. Of course, we'll get to the point where it ramps up. Um, I don't think I want to spoil this one. I think... Um, we know... Right, you know from the premise the story that Tom and Sasha are up to no good. I don't want to tell you why. And I don't want to tell you what their backstory is. Because that all comes out. Um, a strange character that I brought in was Teeny. I think it was Teeny. Um, she's their friend who babysits Dylan for the night, their son. She had a strange story arc. Um, so they're babysitting Dylan... He's having nightmares. Uh, they're not coping with him, even though nothing really happens. But, you know, it's the story they're really coping with. He needs his teddy bear or his blanket or something, and she gets to go back to the house. And she has this whole weird scene where she can't find the house, and she's actually having a meltdown. Heading toward, She's not even part of the plot until towards the end. But her journey which should have been really straightforward, end up being elongated and weird. Um, that would be my only complaint about this movie, was her kind of story arc that they tried to bring along, or subplot involving her, made no sense, didn't add to the story, and just didn't make her look good as a character. Uh, that's more real, you know, that's a real shame. When I say that it made me uncomfortable, there's parts that I wasn't enjoying watching. It was because I was invested in the plot and I actually felt the tension. And that's good because you're you're invested then and you're like, oh God, just tell them to go. Just, oh, and they're not going to go and you're not. I'm going to know Adam's a weak character. I'm going to know they're trying to be polite and they can, these two are manipulators and they can turn the story around and you can see them being, 
you mean you can see these two their strings being pulled and it's played out right in front of you and you're just sitting going oh come on uh you know uh <laughs> why can't you see what's happening but yeah uh good movie it's not a super duper action flick there is action towards the end but it's that drama using minimum amount and that's hard to pull off i mean you've got four characters you've no special effects you've effectively got rooms you know i mean they're they're playing through the, the character of a house and it's all dialogue and they've managed to make something disturbing using just dialogue and a few props until we get the third no the final act and it all ramps up so yeah um yeah make us a quick one because no one about it so there you go that's my review uh really enjoyed it it's well worth the watch i also uh put the link yeah i put a link in the description sorry excuse me uh check it out um do all the good stuff Sorry, my head's, uh, I don't know what's going to happen to me today. <laughs> I've been out all day and then I sat down. My head's just went cold before I got on camera here. But yeah, um, give it a try. Well worth it. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Did really well, not using very much, which is always amazing to see. And there's a good payoff. The bit at the very end was a bit cliche, but I didn't mind. So... There you go. Um, if you've seen it, let us know what you think in the comments. Um, keep up to date with the channel. Much more of these coming. Plenty of streams uh, in the future on our scheduled episodes. And until next time, keep it creepy. Keep it horrific.